Hello everyone and welcome to Best Thoughts. I'm Will Johns. And I'm Rick Johns. You know what, Will? We had a great time this week hosting the social gathering of the year. Oh, it was amazing, Rick. I loved it. Yeah, it was a great event. And if you weren't able to make it, we're sorry. We'll try to get you an invitation next time. But we did invite six very interesting people to this event. Who did we invite, Will? We invited the six basic needs to join us at this dinner party. And it was amazing sitting down and talking with them. So we recorded some of our conversation with these six needs as they came to our house. So let's play that now. Hello. Hey, Mr. Certainty. Wow, you're here nice and early. Well, yes, I wanted to be absolutely certain that I was on time for this very special occasion. Uh, I am a bit curious about where I'll be sitting, and so I want to make certain that I have a, a good seat at the table. Absolutely. And, and I do happen to have some food allergies, so I will be providing you a list of those to make sure that the food is appropriate to, to what I can handle. Absolutely. Uh, we would love to make any accommodation that you need, Mr. Certainty. We're, we're just glad that you were able to come. Well, well, I'm, I'm quite certain that I will enjoy myself this evening, so thank you for having me. And thank you for being here. We'll get you seated right away. Hello and welcome, Mr. Special. We are delighted that you could join us for the meal tonight. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> really, it was nothing. I'm just honored that you would think of me and invite me. Well, it wouldn't be the same without you, and so we're delighted <laughs> oh, that you decided to join us tonight. You are too kind, too kind. No, really, the pleasure is all mine. I, I just threw something on and decided I would come just be with the people. This is where everything is happening. I want to be here. Well, it looks like a new outfit. Is that right, Mr. Special? Uh, <laughs> stop it. Well, okay, yes. I may have just gotten some new things a little bit ago, but, you know, I just try. I, I'm a little behind the times, I admit, but I do try to keep up a little bit. And isn't that a new haircut? Oh, yes, yes, you know, I, I like to mix it up. My wife's always saying, honey, why can't you keep one haircut and stick with it? And I'm like, <laughs> because there's so many new ones to try. Oh, yes, yes. Well... You're certainly a unique individual, Mr. Special, and um, Thank you. we're so glad that you have decided to join us this evening. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Mr. Connection, hey, so glad you can make it tonight. Oh, Rick, I'm so, so grateful that you invited me to to this event. I've been looking forward to it all week. Sure. Oh, man, we are very glad to have you here, Mr. Connection. I hope you like Italian food. We've got some good food here coming tonight. Actually, the food doesn't even matter to me at all because it's just being with you and, and meeting new people and feeling like ah. I'm part of this. Ah, that's what life is all about for me. <laughs> 
Well, here, here. Here's to good friendships and just having a good time together. That's exactly what I'm looking forward to tonight. Great. We're glad you're here. Mr. Giving Back, what a delight to see you. Thank you for coming tonight. Oh, hey, you're very welcome, man. Listen, I brought some food. I know you said not to, but I just oh. wanted to contribute a little. You guys have put yourself out for us. And you know what? Just here, just put that with the rest of the food. You didn't have to do that, Mr. Giving Back. You know I said not to bring anything. No, don't be silly. I'm not going to come empty-handed. Uh, By the way, I haven't asked you recently, but how are your folks doing? Well, you know, they've, they've had some health challenges recently. Oh, man. Well, I tell you what. I can help. We have an organization that I'm part of where we bring food. Can I get them signed up? I would love to take them food once a week and just try to help because they were, I just remember them being such sweet and kind people to me. That is so thoughtful of you, Mr. Giving Back. And yes, that would actually be quite helpful uh, sure. to my parents and their situation. Oh, don't say another word. We'll get that all taken care of. And I just, uh, I'll call you later this week. I have a few meetings with a couple charities that I'm working with. But you know what? I just wanted to make time for you here tonight. Well, thank you for coming. Absolutely. Ah, hello, Mr. Growth. Welcome to our party. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Man, I just discovered oh. the best podcast that is blowing my mind. It's called Best Thoughts, and it is awesome. Cool. Hey, man, you need to download that right now, right now. Here, I'm texting it to you. Okay. You're going to see it on your phone. Sign up and follow it every sure. week. It's it's so good. I, I'm always looking for good podcasts. And let me take your jacket. Oh, looks like you've been working out a little bit. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. I joined CrossFit and I'm working out every day at 6 a.m. And I feel fantastic. Wow. It is amazing how much better I feel now that I've started getting in shape. You know, you should join me. I know it's tough to get up at 6 a.m., but you will love mm, it. It's yeah. going to going to just change everything for you and if you're worried about the money there's well, also a financial peace university that my wife and i've just joined okay. and it's changing our finances wow. we are loving that wow, um, that sounds great can, can i get you signed up for that would you like to join in well you know I, I would consider that you'll have to let me know when it is and all that good information and and even better than that is there is a marriage retreat coming up my wife and i are already signed up and i think oh. you and your wife might like it so uh, check check in with me on that i'll get you signed up you'll love it it'll change your marriage take it to the next level man it is awesome. I I will check with Ginge and see if we can make it happen. Uh, just just glad you're here. The rest of the guests are this way. Well, hello, Mr. Uncertainty. Hey. It is good to see you. I wasn't sure if you were going to make it. Oh, no worries, man. Of course I wouldn't miss this for the world. I mean, I almost did because my motorcycle out there, you know, I don't have a gas gauge that works on that. 
So halfway here, I ran out of gas, but that's no problem. I hitchhiked to the gas station. But man, I met some crazy people just hitchhiking to the gas station. Oh my goodness. I yeah, bet yeah. you did. I got one girl's number. Uh, probably oh. won't call it because she was not a looker, but you know, it was oh. fun to meet her. Okay, well, yeah, that, I was going to ask you, it seems like there's a lot of change in your life right now. How, how's everything oh, going for please. you? please, yeah. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. A lot of going on. Always something. You what know about, how it goes. What about your job? Are you... Well, you know, I didn't really care for that old one. It was getting tired, so I'm, I'm still looking. Uh, I'm sure okay. I'll find something. I, you know, I'm just crashing with mom and dad for a little bit right oh, now. Okay. Got kind of tired of the old uh, suburban life, so... Just figured I would uh, branch out on my own. Ooh, yeah, okay. yeah. I've, I've met some really cool friends that are really into art and uh, glass blowing. Well, well, there you go. Well, Mr. Uncertainty, it's gonna be fun having you oh, at yeah, tonight's man. party. Absolutely. And uh, I hope you're gonna find it to be quite an adventure. Well, Rick, it was, sure was great uh, hosting The Six Needs. Yeah. And uh, we had a lot of fun together. It's a really interesting group uh, to get them together. Very unique people. And, and so it just brings a question that I have for our listeners right now. Uh, I want you to, to ask yourself, which one of the needs would you want to spend more time with? <laughs> which one just appeals to you in some way and you say, you know... I'd really like to connect with that need a little bit more. Because that's probably the season you're in. Whatever need you resonate with, that's probably where you're at right now. And those change, right, Will? Exactly, Rick. And one of the things that struck me as I was looking back and listening back to our previous episodes is that we may have come across as making this sound easier and simpler than it really is. Hmm. There is a messy, sometimes confusing element as we uh, become aware of the needs that are going on inside of us and we figure out how to meet these needs in, in healthy ways. It's, it's not always as simple as just saying, okay, I was doing that unhealthy way, now I'm going to be healthy about it. But don't we wish it was? I, we wish that it was. That's exactly <laughs> if, right. If we had a wish for you, we wish that you could just wave a wand and any bad habit you could turn into a good habit. Uh, but yeah, you're right, Will. It is a lot easier said than done, as I think for any kind of growth or spiritual journey piece, it's easy to talk about it and it's a lot harder to actually do it and put into practice. I, I think one of the things that makes it so difficult is the fact that bad habits still meet the need. Mm. And sometimes really bad habits can meet some of these needs in powerful ways. Yeah. And, and so because of that, then it's, it's just not that easy to let go of the bad habit. Right. Because then the fear is going to kick in, well, now I'm not meeting the need. Right. And now what? Exactly. And that's, I think, where some of these uh, addictions addictive behaviors can come in. And by the way, we all have addictions. So let's not just judge certain people with certain addictions. And I think when you look at these needs, it's very easy to slide into kind of a destructive way of meeting a particular need and get kind of in that addictive level. And they, they say, Rick, that if a behavior, if a habit meets 
three of the needs all mm. at once, it's addictive. Okay. It becomes compelling. Now, yeah. now if that habit is good, something say like exercise, like we've talked about a lot, or or you know, growing your relationship with God or something like that, then it becomes a powerful, beneficial habit in your life. Right. It's self-reinforcing. But if it's a bad habit, something that's destructive of yourself and other people, then it becomes an addiction. And when that happens, we're going to need help to let yeah. go of this bad habit. Yeah. The stronger that addiction is, the more help you might need. And you might need to see a counselor to deal with it. You might need to join a 12-step group that are designed specifically to help people let go of harmful, addictive behaviors. Or at least start by talking to a good friend about it. Yes. Because you need to get it out in the open. You need to talk about it. You need to be aware of it. And by the way, the sooner, the better. Because these only get stronger the more yes. you continue this pattern and rep, you know, repeat this behavior. You're creating neural pathways that are reinforced so now there's no, there's no time like the present to start taking action. And so and what's the real secret here, Will, for making this change? I think, I think the secret is that better habits must replace the bad habits. Mm. And, and so we can't just let go of the bad habits and then we have some needs that aren't being met and we, we live in a vacuum for a little while yeah. because we're always going to go back to the bad habit. Yeah. But we need to replace the bad habit with a good habit that meets the same need, but in a good and healthy way. Right. And, and over time, we get so fed by the good habit that the desire for the bad habit will begin to wane and eventually uh, go away. And I think that's the secret, because so many of us try to get rid of bad habits, not realizing all we're doing is creating a vacuum and yes. that vacuum sucks us right back in, as vacuums do, into the bad habit. So you have to replace that habit with something that's meeting that same need so that you can begin to fill your life instead of just empty it. And there's a lot of science and research about the fact that it's incredibly difficult to try not to think of something. <laughs> you know, if you've ever experienced this with food, you yeah. know, when I'm when I'm trying not to eat ice cream and I'm thinking about not 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 eating ice cream, yeah. My mind is filled with thoughts of ice cream. Of course. And it's going to sabotage my efforts. Exactly. Uh, and I'm going to value uh eating ice cream at a much higher level. I'm on my way to the freezer right now. <laughs> Just you bringing it up has uh, ruined, I shouldn't have brought this up. <laughs> ruined my uh, ice cream fast. But well, let's say let's say you you make a simple decision and say you know um, I'm going to go with sorbet or frozen yogurt instead. Hmm. And so now your plan is I'm going to buy that when I'm in the store, and when I'm feeling that craving for ice cream, I've got something that I can eat instead. Yeah. And it's a little bit healthier. Some of you may not be healthy enough. It may not be far enough. But, you know, that's what we're talking about. Right. With a better habit replacing a possible bad habit. Yeah. I think my wife, it would be more like frozen grapes or something <laughs> a little healthier. But, you know, some of us, baby steps are at least getting us off of the bad habit 
and moving us towards something. And then I think the other piece, you have to give yourself some grace, some compassion with these needs Mm. because we have them, they're natural. And I think one of the dangers and one of the reasons we get stuck in some addictive kind of things is because we, we shame ourselves on certain needs. Well, I shouldn't have this need. I shouldn't have this need. And then we kind of go sideways with it because we won't acknowledge we have it or won't accept it for Mm. what it is. And we get into some weird stuff or (laughs) into some addictive kind of stuff that really is way worse than if we just acknowledge the need and kind of felt the pain and discomfort that comes with that need. Yeah. And that's the power, I think, of, of this whole season as we've talked about the six needs and and created a much higher level of awareness of what these needs are. When we know what they are and we accept them as, as part of a, of a healthy life that we're trying to live, uh, we're much more likely to meet them in healthy, productive, and helpful ways. Uh, but then here's, here's another piece that, that's uh, at play, and we kind of can see this at our dinner party that we hosted, Rick. Um, the needs sometimes interact with each other in, in ways that sabotage. Mm. Uh, and so, for instance, I think of, I think of the need for certainty. Mm-hmm. When that need gets out of balance, it can sabotage possibly all the other needs. Sure. Um, because if, if my life has to be completely certain, yeah. uh, I'm not going to do very good with relationships. I'm definitely not going to meet the need for uncertainty. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to grow because that's new and different. Yeah. It's going to be hard to give back because I don't have the resources to do it. I'm going to feel like, no, I got to hold on to what I have. So you could see how if we overdo it on any one of the needs, that need has the power to sabotage the other five. And what do you think's happening there, Will? Because I'm listening as you're talking, and I'm just wondering, probably for all of us, we might have a propensity towards one need, maybe above the other six. And w- what's going on there? Why would we have, uh, why would we like make too much of certainty or too much of uncertainty or whatever the need is? What's happening in our life where that would be dominating the other needs? My get- best guess is that in childhood, Whatever we had too little of, Hmm. we might still have a little bit of a fixation for. Yeah. And whatever we had too much of, we may we may be diminishing or saying, you know, I don't really have that need or I don't I don't need to do much with that one. Yeah. So it could be that when we didn't have as much power to choose which needs we could meet for ourselves in childhood, that we're now reacting yeah. to that childhood experience right? that's kind of seared on our unconscious mind. So we need to grow up. Yes. <laughs> so there's, I mean, that's a good advice for all of us, but <laughs> for these needs, recognizing we're no longer children, that it may have been that way in our childhood, but it may not be that way now. And I do think that's a reality for some of us as adults that we're still playing out a need that we didn't get met in childhood, not realizing that it's no longer the same situation. And those needs are actually being met and we can then embrace the other needs and balance them instead of hyper-focusing 
on one piece. The other thing as you were talking, Will, was I realize a lot of us will hit different stages at different times in our life. And so midlife, it's that, his, you know, notably known for that time of wanting uncertainty. I got my marriage. I had my kids. I've been working at my job for 10 years. You know what? It's all too certain. Like I lost the joy somewhere along the way. I've just been working for the man. And what about me? I want that motorcycle. I want that, you know, risky vacation or something like that. Yeah, it was, it's, it's interesting that you say that, Rick, because I was talking to my wife just the other day this week, and this kind of profound thought dawned on me that there's moments for me, now that I'm in midlife, there's moments when I'm tired of being me. Mm. I'm just tired of, you know, the, the consistency of who I am or who I've been over the last, you know, 40 plus years of my life. Yeah, imagine how I feel. <laughs> you set me up for that one. Uh, I, I, I'm assuming you're saying you're sick and tired of being you. Is that, <laughs> is that what you meant? <laughs> well, I thought your wife was going to say she's uncertain if she wants to be with you. But, uh, you went a different direction, so that's okay. I'm sure that thought has crossed her mind. <laughs> and, and I, I would not blame her if it has. But I think... I think this is a stage like you're talking about. You know, we sure. go through different stages and there's a time where, you know, at certain stages we may say, I'm kind of tired of being who I am right now. Or I'm tired of being Mr. Reliable. You right, know, I'm right. tired of, you know, just being kind of put in this box where I'm a certain way as a dad, a certain way as a husband, a certain way as an employee, a certain way as a son. Very easy, I think, especially in that midlife range to start having that new feeling for a little more uncertainty. Uh, so Rick, this has been very interesting for me. Uh, as you know, I've been uh, doing a Zoom group with, with some of our listeners, and it's been awesome. So thank you, listeners, those of you who have, who have joined that group. And we've been talking about how these needs relate to each other and how we can keep them in balance. And I think part of keeping them in balance is recognizing when we're at these different stages in our lives that we may crave one need above the others for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Uh, that's all part of this. If there is a craving for one above the others, that means that that one may have been pushed to the side for a little while. Yeah. And, and we, need to, we need to bring it back into our lives again. We need to nurture it a little bit more and maybe spend a little more time with that need. Absolutely. And that's why I go to the spa once a, once a week to feel special. Uh, <laughs> I get new clothes and massages and uh, look in the mirror a lot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The, the thing you're saying is important because if you can meet those needs in a healthy way, first being, becoming aware of it and saying, oh, you know, I need a little extra feeling special or I need a little extra love and connection, and you seek those healthy ways, that will benefit other people in your life. Mm. Because if you aren't getting those needs met, guess where you're going to go to try to get them met. Absolutely. We're going we're gonna to just start taking from other people. Yeah. And, and I've got a great story to illustrate this one, Rick, from when I was in college, I was terrible about nurturing myself 
by by eating food and eating good food and eating enough food. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we were at some friend's house and they ordered some pizza and they didn't quite order enough for the group that was there. And I selfishly <laughs> went through first in line and took like four pieces of pizza. And, and uh, my wife was absolutely horrified. Now, we were just dating at that time. So amazing that I survived that uh, moment in our relationship. And she, you know, she pulled me aside later. She's like, I can't believe how rude you were to just take all that pizza when it wasn't clear if there was going to be enough for everybody. And they ran out. And Mm. here you were eating the four pieces. And I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And and so when we don't wisely meet our own needs, we're just going to take from other people. Yeah. I remember a friend of ours who uh, was telling about his honeymoon and they went out to eat the first night on their honeymoon and the food arrived and he was starving and he just started digging in and throwing it on his plate and eating and his new bride just sat there staring at him and it took him a while to realize she hadn't touched anything. She just was giving him the glare (laughs) and he looked up with food stuffed in his mouth and he's like, what? She's like, my goodness, it's like you're all alone. Like you couldn't even ask maybe to serve me first or, you know, take in consideration that I'm going to want some of this food. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so yes. apparently he was in the same boat, but I never forgot the story. The way he told it really made me laugh. But I can see a lot of us falling into that, that pit when we're feeling those needs, we're not meeting them ourselves. And so it kind of hurts others around us when we don't do that. We just start taking and taking and taking. And it's just like in that earlier episode, the the salt monster that you referenced that just went around sucking mm-hmm. the life out of other people. On Star Trek. This uh, wasn't in yeah, real not, life. Not in real life. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Star Trek. If you haven't listened to that episode, you're definitely curious now. I think that was our first one of this season. Yeah, um, but it's so important for us to wisely meet our own needs, and then that allows us to actually give back to others. Yeah. Instead of take, 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 take. Now, at the same time, we can request of others to help us meet our need. There yeah. is absolutely nothing re- wrong with making a request of someone else. So, so for instance, I might want to say to my wife. You know, I would, it would mean a lot to me if you were willing to, to go out to eat with me once a week or if we could go out together because that, that would be really meaningful to, to meeting my relational needs. You know, Absolutely. I, I want to connect with you. And some of those needs, especially love and connection, you know, can't be met unless you're building that connection with someone. Mm. So you can ask of your spouse or your friends, hey, can we get together? Hey, can we do this? That's part of being responsible as an adult, like we said, growing up, taking responsibility for that, not just sitting around moping that nobody asked you to do anything or nobody cares about you. You know, I asked my wife the other day if she could add the word magnificent to my name. And, uh, you know, it didn't go well, but I think I might be able to get uh, special. Maybe she'll call me special, Rick, but I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. 
I think I know exactly what special Rick means. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is, this is perfect, Rick, because we do have to make those requests. It's important. And it really comes down to the fact, what you were saying earlier, that if we reject some of these needs in some form, like, you know, well, I shouldn't need that, or I should be able to, to live my life without meeting that need, you know, like, like we're some kind of lone ranger, American cowboy riding, riding around, mm-hmm. you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the open terrain of the West. It, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And so I think as we, as we kind of bring this, this whole season to a close, as we bring today's episode to a close, the thing that I want most to say is that every need belongs. Yeah. Every need belongs. For a reason. They're built into us. They're intrinsic. They're part of who we are. We need to honor them, recognize them, accept them. And that's just a huge part of the battle, if just that awareness and just that acceptance of them. And the reason we started with the concept of having the needs over for dinner is that's what we all have to do. We have to invite these needs to have their proper seat at the table in our hearts and and to welcome them, to show them hospitality, to embrace them as part of who we are. And when when we successfully do that, that's when we're going to feel most alive. We're going to feel most satisfied with our lives. We're going to feel the best we can possibly feel about the quality of our lives. Yeah. And Will, I think that's just a huge, beautiful way to end this discussion, to end this season. And I just want to say to anyone out there who's struggling with that, it's not probably totally realistic to think that you're always going to have all six met perfectly every minute of every day. Of course, there's going to be a give and take. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be times where one need does go for a while being unmet but you can become aware and start to work on filling each of those, being aware of them, making them complete and having a balance. And so we're talking about heading in the right direction. We're not talking about perfection here. Absolutely. And the other thing I want to say is I want to give an analogy of our health. When we are taking good care of our health, there's a lot of components. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's at least six or more components. There's things like eating healthy food. There's good exercise. There's getting enough rest. There's breathing fresh air. There's drinking enough water. There's regular visits to the to the doctor so that we're getting checked up on. Mm-hmm. And and here's here's the piece of it. Do we do that perfectly? Is that even possible to do perfectly? No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, unless we are independently wealthy, and even then, if we had uh, 24 hours to focus on our health only, we still couldn't be perfectly healthy. Yeah, And it's the same with these needs. We're not going to meet them perfect, but we can do better than what we are now. Yeah, And when we do, just like with our health, we're going to start feeling better. And that to me is the power of this whole season, that we have the opportunity to feel so much better when we go about meeting these needs in healthy ways. Absolutely. Very well said, Will. And I think that's a good wrap-up, not only for today's episode, but for this season, because I know all of us want to move from just surviving to thriving. 
And that's what this season's been about. And we want to thank you for listening to this season. And we are going to be preparing for season four. So just keep watching. And you never know when a bonus episode might drop. Well, that's right, Rick. We've got some great stuff planned and more stuff is happening. So thank you all so much for joining us. You've been listening to Best Thoughts with Dr. Rick Johns and Dr. Will Johns. And you know, if you've enjoyed season three of the Best Thoughts podcast, then share it with a friend. You can also rate or review us, and that would mean a lot to us. In the show notes, we put a link to our Facebook page. It's Best Thoughts on Facebook, and you can find us, and it's a great way to interact with us. So please share this with someone you know, because we rely on others to get the word out about this podcast. <laughs>